Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 184 of the Chamberlain Chance and Alex podcast. My name is Chamberlain. I hail from the central United States, where nothing happens. Uh, d- d- unless you have nothing happens. If one has access to a Sharpie, you could be in great danger. But go on. Chance is here <laughs> of, from central Canada, where again, nothing happens. Oh. It gets cold. Colder than where I am, oddly enough. But the cold is really something. Alex is here. Mm-hmm. And Alex is from the action-packed east coast of the country, which is no, no, currently no. being you know what my tickled. You know what my state's nickname is? Mm. Hurricane Alley. <laughs> but thankfully he is here. He has power and mm-hmm. had a nice grilled ham sandwich for dinner. Yeah, I did. Because he had power. I so... fried it in, and fried it in olive oil. Okay, so Ooh. what What was the Ooh. sauce? Like, what was the, you don't have mustard. What did you end up with? Oh, I just put sriracha. I toasted the bread and fried a ham. I had to put two pieces of cheese in between two pieces of ham and just fried that in olive oil. Put that on a sandwich with sriracha. I get Black Forest ham at the grocery mm, store every week and Swiss cheese. And this week, for some reason, the ham was just really dry. Hmm. And they cut it a little thicker than normal. And no, no, I'm not complaining. It is some of the most delicious ham I've ever had. It's like when you when you see like a chef cut a bit of ham off something in a in a... In a cooking show, and hand it to someone. The person goes, mm, "That's what this ham tastes like." Okay, I got just got uniquely good ham this week, and it's the cheapest one in the store. It can still taste piggy's hole. It's so fresh. That's right. I'm still like full from lunch. I went out and had a nice big old bowl of pho. What's I've never pho? had pho. What's it's like pho? A noodle? Vietnamese noodles. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, 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 what is it, like a, like a, a corn egg drop noodle? soup, I think? Oh, that's something else. No, no, it, it's, it's got its own broth of very thinly sliced meat. And then when I get it, I usually get like jalapeno slices and some some bean sprouts in there. And then the the noodles are like a, they're a rice noodle set. And the broth is so hot that they put all this stuff in there, and it's still like not cooked. Mm-hmm. It cooks on its way out to you. That's how thin the meat is and how the how the noodles work. So you get it and you stir it around. You give it a while, and then you put the jalapenos in. The broth gets nice and spicy. It's good, and it's like a meal and a half for about ten bucks American, which is pretty good. I have never had one of these amazing noodle bowls. Okay. Of any kind, of any kind. Like, I, I see pictures of them, like, fucking Kojima tweets out shit like that all the time. <laughs> and they all always look delicious, and we have joints like that in my city. I've never gone. That's one you thing should. I noticed when I was in Vancouver, is there are places to eat everywhere. Actually, yeah, no, fi- find you a good Korean barbecue place and get you some egg drop soup. Ooh, oh, yes. Okay, you think, you think there's a lot of restaurants in any other city in Canada? Check this out. Winnipeg has the highest restaurants per capita of any city in North America. Wow. Good. Then you have to have a Korean barbecue joint. I guarantee. Oh, we got all kinds of joints. Oh, yeah. Man, I, I am half a block from, like, authentic uh, Nigerian food. Like I, li- I oh, we got Oh, we got one of those called Gosha. Oh, fuck, it's so good. Like, I live in a neighborhood of, like, we are... You go... You go... The, okay. The you house... Nigeria? One, one, one side next to me is native. Uh... Two houses up is um, is Pakistani Muslim. Okay, uh, that's we, something we have. Got. We have East Indian. Across the street, directly across, is another Native family. Directly across to the left is a white Mormon family. Uh, like, <laughs> and and like we the, eat bread, and that's about it. Yeah, no, like we, we are. It is an incredibly diverse neighborhood that I live in. So we have literally every kind do, of restaurant. Do they serve hot drinks at that uh, Mormon. <laughs> no, no, no. Hot, hot drinks make your make your minds wander. I was I was invited for a barbecue there once and did not attend. They're excruciatingly nice people, but yeah. I always feel judged. 
Mm. See, when I, when I was in the hotel in Vancouver, I, I figured this afterward, it was like in a Turkish neighborhood. And I, didn't, I only oh. knew that because I had to look up certain things. And across the street, there's this little Turkish deli. And I go across there, and I'm kind of a coward. So I'm like, I'll have this turkey whatever sandwich. I don't know what else is on it. I didn't even read it. I just asked for it. And this, like, this one person working, a little old lady, she's like, okay, I'll be with you in a minute. She makes it. She grills it up. And whatever sauce she put on it blew my goddamn mind. I don't even know what it was. It was just the well, best sub I had like ever had because it was, it, was, it was just turkey and avocado and lettuce onions. But there was this sauce, like like I don't know, if it was a pestoish sauce. There's some Ooh. kind of sauce on there that was it's like a cheese and basil. Yeah, it was just really good, yeah. and it gave me my my breath was awful when I was done. My wife like kicked me out of the room. She's like, brush your teeth or go away. Yeah, I've, I've like, had, whatever it was was like. I've, yeah, it just sounds like pesto and ugh, I hate that. Mm. I hate the I taste. I don't it. understand your opinion on pesto. I'm sorry. Like, I understand, like, you, you, if you use it gently on noodles, it's not bad. If you use it liberally on a sandwich, it's, as he describes, completely overpowering, but I did not enjoy the experience. Hmm. High quality meats hmm. and cheese, but the sauce just killed me. Yeah, yeah. So, video games. Video games. Oh, well, wait. Before we get to the oh. video games, gentlemen. Oh, oh. There's two movies that I feel need to be discussed. Mm. I saw Brightburn. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, okay. Man, that movie just came out and disappeared. Okay, Alex, have you not seen this? No. Okay, I suggest you do, uh, just to discuss it. I don't think uh, you'll enjoy it very much. I, know, <laughs> um, I tried watching Slither again and I couldn't get through it. Oh, really? Yeah. I have fond memories of Slither, I should check it out. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so, Brightburn. So, having seen the trailers, have I seen the whole movie? Um. Kinda, that's what no. I heard. No? No. No, what what rings what still rings me to this day after seeing Brightburn is the disappointment of it, oh. and not, not the disappointment of this is a shitty movie, but you become mildly invested in it. Okay, but first let me begin by saying <clears throat> this movie just as just in a nutshell, good idea. In a no, well, okay, yes, yes, that is true. <laughs> but in a nutshell, this movie could be described thusly: What if an incel? Wanted to write a fantasy, had a fantasy, had a power fantasy, a really gross and gory power fantasy. And then at the end, at the end of this horrible thing that this person decides to do, instead of getting caught, they get, they get away with it scot-free and then do it again and again and again around the world. That's the story of Blackburn, or Brightburn. So, so So check this out. There's a wee little boy. Okay, wait, first, okay, back at the beginning. Okay, there's a loving couple in Arkansas, or Kansas. Kansas. There's a loving couple in Kansas. Uh, the mom is Emily, oh no. Zach and Mary make a porno, Alex. Yeah, who's that? Yeah. Who's that? Uh, who's it? Uh, no, no, I'm just going to look it up. Brightburn IMDB. She's really so good. What? I like her. No, she's great. Emily... Ah, No, it's not Elizabeth Banks. Banks, yes. Elizabeth Banks. Now, the husband reminded me of... uh, uh, I guess it's David Deckman. And he's good. He's solid. Uh, All the the adults are well cast. The kid is well cast. The story is horrible. Here we go. They want a kid. Uh, there's like, there's like, you know, a spaceship crash near their house. They go, oh, look, it's a baby. The dad's like, ah, I don't know about this. The mom's like, heaven sent us a baby. <laughs> and they go back <laughs> home and they, and they, and they raise the kid as their own. And now, and we catch up with the kid, uh, 12, 13 years later. He's, he's, well, no, he's, I think he's closer to 10 or 11. 
10 or 11 years later. He's just on the cusp of entering puberty. And, you know, he's, he's a shy little boy. He's a little weird looking. Uh, looks like someone you'd be easy to push around. And he's actually quite smart. The teacher asks a question in class and he's the only one who knows the answers, which prompts the bullies behind him to be really mean to him. Mm-hmm. And so he feels bad. But then the really pretty girl who sits in front of him turns around and tells him that it's the smart guys who do well later in life. And he's like, oh, my God, I think oh. I'm falling in love with this girl. And um, the ship that they they found him in is now in their barn and begins sending out a signal. So this, and, this is literally so far, what if Superman but bad? Yes. I mean, that's, yes. No, no, that's the, whole, that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. You got it. So it starts sending out a signal, and he uh, um, he tries to start a lawnmower, and uh, you know the pull thing, and he throws it like a hundred yards, and he's like, "Hmm." So he walks up to the walking, running lawnmower, and with no prompting anywhere else in the movie to suggest that he might be invulnerable, he jams his hand in. Yeah, yeah, yeah and and watches it break. Yeah. And then, oh, but but the point is, it's stupid because it yeah. had never yeah. been, it hadn't been suggested that he was invulnerable, and he just I, did it. Yeah, because I. After um, what's it? Unbreakable. That had a great sequence. Yeah, of like him, of him figuring it out and yeah. slowly believing it. This is yeah. just like, hmm, I wonder if I jam my hand in a lawnmower, I won't break off. Anyway, I'm complimenting Shalom Shalom. Look at me. What the hell? Anyway, um, Unbreakable was a good movie. You yes, don't have to apologize. So was signs, and I guess he gets he gets some light encouragement to be romantic and follow his heart. And so he, uh, he fucks, he uses his powers to fuck with the computer in the room of the girl who was nice to him. Oh, good. So she's kind of creeped out. So the next day they're playing, uh, they're playing, you know, baseball or some kind of sport and he gets, or, and everyone calls him a freak. And she, uh, she calls him a freak too or something. Mm. And, uh, and then he's knocked down and the coach demands that she, that he, she help him up. And she's like, I don't want to, he's a freak. And uh, he goes, you will fail this class if you don't help him up. And so she reaches out her hand, and he reaches up to grab her hand, and he crushes her hand, because fuck her. And so she screams. <laughs> and then her mom is all pissed off and wants him expelled from school and arrested. So he decides he'll take care of that. He kills the mom. It's really gross. Oh, oh I saw that. Yeah, where she gets she yeah. gets her eye cut. And yeah. The, yeah. the visual is it's kind of like half red, half not Is she a waitress? Red. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. Then he continues stalking the little girl. Cool. Appearing in her bedroom at night and cool. shit like that. Now, other adults around him start to figure out that something's really fucking wrong and the kid is acting creepy and, like, the mother just refuses to listen to it. So he kills his uncle in an incredibly violent way. And, like, it is gross. It is fucking gross. And it is clear to everyone that it's the kid. Um, at the end of it, the spaceship can hurt the kid, we find out. He cut himself on it earlier. And uh, Elizabeth Banks, or he kills his father. Uh, Elizabeth Banks now knows the only thing that can hurt him. She's got a piece of the spaceship. She tries to kill him. And he grabs her arm at the last minute, flies her up through the roof of the barn, so her face is all cut up and gross, flies her up into space, and then drops her. Mm. Oh, and he kills a bunch of cops, too. Then, uh, because everyone who knew what he was is dead... Uh, he is the lone survivor of this horrible incident, and the over- overcutting the um, the credits are just him doing horrible things around the world. Cool. Yeah, that's that, um, not that's a story. It is a story. It's it's. I feel like it feels like it, there's two acts. <clears throat> um. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of because because just like um just like one of the things that I thought was kind of interesting about Border, in that it leaves the villain out there. It doesn't resolve it. 
Uh, I thought I found that was an interesting choice there. Here, it feels like an insult. It well, feels it also builds up to that guy being a villain. Yeah, yeah, and part of that told a story. Yes, and and this is just this is just as kind of like there's no reason for the kid to do the horrible things that he does. But you could explain this in like two sentences. Kid has superpowers, is an incel, kills people, gets away with it. That's right. See, that's right. That's, that's what it is. Not, that's not interesting. It's uh, and it, it also isn't what is Superman, but but bad because the reason Superman is as good as he is is because of Ma and Pa Kent. They raised the boy right. Mm-hmm. And, and there's no indication that these people were anything other than one exactly. of parents. Exactly. So, so this guy from space was just inherently evil. So now, right. now it's nature versus nurture. What the That's hell right. is that? That's right. Yeah, like that there, there's, there's also more. There be more to a kid. Like kid doesn't just decide to start hurting people and killing them. Like, speaking speaking of nature versus nurture and the truth of it, was anyone else interested in that? Uh, there was a science release over the last week about how for years you've been hearing about the gay gene. Mm. Yeah, which which was just apparently is a thing remains, but apparently it makes up like twenty five percent of the likelihood that you might end up something, and your experiences are everything else. Yeah, I, it's I, a confluence <laughs> of experiences and like different like it's really, but it's but, more exper- I thought but it's how many older sisters you had. Uh, <laughs> but but but, ex- but experience factors into it far more heavily, like 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 most of all. And for some reason, I find that a real relief. It was always kind of really skeevy to me that there was a gay gene. Yeah, like you what know? if you could just edit it out. Yeah. Not just that, but it suggests that, that there is a genetic reason for all sorts of weird things like stepping on bugs, you know? <laughs> what? That's that's always the example I go to is the craziest fetish. But I can't imagine oh, right, that, right, that right, someone yeah. is born with a desire to see you know, someone of their species step on a bug, and that's what does it for them. There's no evolutionary purpose for that. I don't get it. Uh. So the other movie is a good news story. That's uh, the name of it? No, no, no. It's a, it's, oh. it's, it's good news. Now, okay. I, I had heard positive things about A Simple Favor when it came uh, out. Okay. Has anyone seen A Simple Favor? I've heard I have of it. Okay. I didn't, I did not see it. A Simple Favor looked to me to kind of be like a chick flick thriller. Mm. It stars Anna Kendrick and, oh, yeah, yeah. and it, Blake Lively. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels with, yeah. Is it? Is that what Dirty, yep. is that the plot of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? Pretty much. They're, they're con artists, right? Not in. Oh, and least. I'm thinking of something. I was thinking of Anna Kendrick and um, uh, that that chick from uh. Didn't they just remake Dirty Rotten Scoundrels again? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. I'm thinking okay. of that. I don't know what this you're talking about, is... Alex. Well, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels was Steve Martin and that one I've seen. That yeah. one I've seen. They both pretended yeah. to be like idiots or something in order to get a bunch of money. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Back, a simple, a simple favor. So Anna Kendrick is a single mom, but she's still Anna Kendrick, so she's super positive, and she's got a YouTube channel for moms, and she's going to show you how to bake the perfect brownies. And she's, you know, taking care of her kid, and she's got a lot on her plate, but she's always super up for anything and is going to sign up for whatever's on the on the volunteer board, and she's been warned not to sign up for multiple things again. And uh, <laughs> she's just kind of going along with her life, and then she meets Blake Lively's character. Now, who knows who Blake Lively is? Uh, she's in and around stuff. She's not never really. Blake I, Lively. I think Blake Lively was the star was the star of Gossip Girl. Yeah, which it. which was quite popular. Um, and then she married Ryan Reynolds. Oh yeah. And that is the length and breadth of my understanding of who Blake Lively is. Beyond the fact that she is not very talented. No. Yeah, she's really not. But she looks like. Have you ever seen like someone sketching? Like, uh, have you ever seen a fashion designer sketch a dress? 
And the figure has like, you know, the shape of closed eyelashes, the really pronounced. Oh, yeah, no, and it looks great in this And a mouth that doesn't really, really give a shit about anything. That's what Blake, that's kind of like what Blake Lively looks like. She looks like someone's idea. Of a <laughs> Blake, yeah. An know? ideal, an ideal version of something, yeah. yes. Yeah, but, but I've never found her particularly talented. I've never liked watching her. That's so, why, and that's it, why Ryan Reynolds picked her up, probably. But, oh, you know. <laughs> I, I never got that because I always found Ryan Reynolds better attractive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, so anyway. Perfect uh, spunky mom Anna Kendrick meets Blake Lively, and Blake Lively is in like a three fucking piece suit with these long, perfectly tailored uh, pants and these perfect shoes, and she's wearing like a fucking vest with a little chain, as, as kind of suggesting she's got a pocket watch under there. And she clearly gives no fucks about anything or this shitty little burg. She's just ready for her martini, and she's a little bemused by this Anna Kendrick, who's clearly so innocent and unwise in the ways of the world. And this, you know, enchants Anna Kendrick, and she's, like, so fascinated by this incredibly stylish, powerful woman who gives no fucks that uh, they just kind of start hanging out. And Blake Lively is clearly more manipulative and intelligent than the Anna Kendrick character, mm-hmm. but um, but is entertained by her. And and that's all we think of it so far. And then Blake Lively says, can you pick my, my kid up from school today? Because I, I just got to stay in the city. But she goes, just, just a little for thing. Murder? Just a little thing. And uh, Anna Kendrick goes, yeah. And um, Blake Lively does not return. And that's, that is the setup for A Simple Favor. I have spoiled nothing, really. Now, I'm not going to recount the plot like Brightburn. I don't fucking want to. This is a fun fucking movie. Yeah? I hate Blake Lively. I love Anna Kendrick. I love Anna Kendrick. I hate Blake Lively. This is a fun fucking movie. This is a thriller, and and it's more comedy than you're ever expecting. Oh, uh, the guy who's the husband in Crazy Rich Asians is the husband here. He is younger and thus sexier, and uh, it is just it's just a fun movie. It clips along and keeps on twisting and turning itself until you get to the end. It is, and it's almost like silly slapstick thriller. By oh, no, it's the same director as Spy. So, the movie called Spy. Yeah, Spy and the female Ghostbusters. Oh, the female Ghostbusters. Yes, it was. What's Spy? Spy. Well, okay, was, I, um, I hear, I know the word. I don't know the it movie. It's a movie that came out. That's uh, uh, spy. It's just called Spy. Melissa McCarthy was in that. McCarthy was in that, wasn't she? Uh, yeah, Rose Byrne was in it. Yeah, Melissa McCarthy was the lead. It wasn't bad. It was actually pretty funny. No, actually, I did enjoy that. Yeah, and I have a huge crush on Rose Byrne. I kind of have to see everything okay. she's in. Well, this I will say. I think it's. I want to say it's more thriller than comedy. Okay. But because some of like the the ugly truths that are revealed across the course of this movie. Some of it's pretty gross. We're like pretty disturbing, some people might say. Um, so it's definitely for adults. Uh, it's, uh, but it was, it was super entertaining and I was absolutely, it was one of these movies like, okay, it's better than Jennifer's Body, but it's like Jennifer's Body. And then you go into it kind of expecting it to be a run of the mill shitty movie, just another movie. It's actually a pretty good movie. But it's but got more on its mind. Way more. Like it's, it's, it's much, it's way better than you're expecting. And it's, again, way better than Jennifer's Body. That's just an example of a movie you think that will be bad that wasn't that bad. This is actually quite good. Hmm. And those are my movies for the week. I watched one episode of the Netflix Dark Crystal thing. That's about all I managed to. I watched about 25 minutes of the Netflix Dark Crystal. It took me, it took the thing about five minutes, probably less, to piss me off. Okay, I, I still, I think you're wrong to get pissed off about this aspect, but go ahead. Well, I'm not even going to go into it, because it's an incredibly nerdy, incredibly minuscule thing. Yeah, but I think technically you're wrong. I don't think they retconned anything. 
Well, it, I think they're being but faithful. They said they retconned. The, no, the Skeksis came from space. That's true. No, it's not. The, Ske- the Skeksis did not exist I know. until the crystal cracked. I know, but the creatures they were, were originally came from space. Okay, but the crystal wasn't cracked yet at the beginning of this. Skeksis did not exist until the crystal cracked. The crystal yeah. has not cracked yet at the beginning of this. Did they actually say in an interview that they retconned it and the Skeksis and the other things aren't? They didn't, ret- they didn't say it, but they absolutely, they absolutely did. I mean, okay, in, I don't in believe that. narration. They're they, still they, they, they're still doing the thing in this movie that, that they're doing at but the, the beginning crystal of the last is going one. To, okay, but the crystal's going to crack later on. But the problem is the, the, the mystics and the Skeksis did not exist. The crystal cracking caused them I, I know, to exist. I know, I know. So that, I mean, but that, here's the other problem with that. I mean, that bothered me, okay? Okay, it, it, it didn't bother me, but go on. But, you know, I, I made it through the whole first episode, right? Mm-hmm. And this is probably closer to my issue with long-form television, but in the first episode, not nothing a goddamn happens. thing happened. Yep. Nothing happened. Yep. You get these there's very, no excuse for that. You get mm. very, very cool-looking puppetry a lot things. Of, a lot of lovely visuals. Yeah. yeah, but then nothing happened, and I, I, I had, even if I wasn't mad about this imagined slight... There wasn't I a story felt, to get involved in. I felt no impetus, no urging to watch the next episode, and mm-hmm. I haven't. I have not. Yeah, my, I had a vague memory of the Dark Crystal. Like, I rented it. I was like, oh, Super Jim Henson made this? Yeah. Oh, my God, great. And I remember, like, watching, like, Halfman and seeing, like, these puppets are dead-eyed and lifeless. Hmm. And I'm not getting Jim Henson from any of this at all. And it's still a problem. The Gethlings' mouths do not move. Yeah, Their eyes are dead. Okay, it's a I, terrible design. I, I actually but agree with that. the sketches look good. The sketches, the sketches look, look good. amazing. The, but, the overall direction yeah. as a series of stills is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But that's not, that's not the problem. Move. That's no, not the problem. It's just ugh. that's not the that's not the problem at all. I I stepped out. Okay, so it, it begins with us meeting this uh, this young Gelfling working in a castle with a female Gelfling mm-hmm. that uh, they they're, they, they, home, they're obvi- yeah. yeah they're obviously into each other or something. And uh, one of the guys is going to go off on a mission, and the 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 guy Gelfling wants to be put in charge while he's gone, but his, but the commander uh-huh. won't do it. And commander's his dad. Yeah. yeah. And, and and then the commander rides off. Now, this is where I turned it off. And do you know why? Why? I am specifically reminded, I'm going to quote um, Michael Sarah. <laughs> Michael Sarah and Scott Pilgrim. And I'm thinking of Scott Pilgrim because of a game that came out today, but it's still apt. <clears throat> in the scene in Scott Pilgrim, Scott is reading an email. And the email has some very important things to tell Scott. And he says <laughs> to his roommate, oh my God, this is, this is, and his roommate goes, what, what, Scott, what is it? He goes, this is boring. And he walks away. <laughs> yep. Yep. And so that's, that's it. Like it was a boring The one thing show. that actually did happen at the very, very end, there's that Gelfling and, and the Gelfling's girlfriend. The Gelfling's girlfriend dies. The Skeksis kill her. And so they, that's like the one thing. And they discover thing. that they can... Take yeah, life from Gelflings. Yes, okay. they they figure they it actually that progression makes sense because okay, voice casting. Let's talk about that. The scientist is Mark Hamill, and he kills it. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. He figures out they, they figured out that he he reverses the 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 crystal. So instead of giving, it's taking. And so then Chamberlain, who's now voiced by Simon Pegg, and it sounds terrible. Chamberlain sounds awful. Chamberlain I th- decides I mean, he's fine. No, yeah, I, I, I want to put here that, totally that there's a chance that our, our compatriot here, Chamberlain, may be, <laughs> a, little bit. May be a little invested in yeah. this particular character. Yeah, but anyway, his, his Cham- was fine. Ch- Chamberlain says, you know, well, if it's, if it's taking, 
then maybe you can take from the creature and what creature is closest to Ur, whatever the name of the fucking planet is. And they decided yeah. to pull it from Gelfings. That all made sense. I'm like, hey, that makes sense. I understand why they decided to drain the essence from, <laughs> from, um, Gelflings. That all I get, I got that. But the, the point remains is that I was bored out of my mind and annoyed after 45 yeah. minutes of this. And I, you made it 20 minutes longer than I did. I, I mean, I watched the whole thing. I did. I sat down and I forced myself to do it. And I, I don't want to watch anymore. I don't no. care. I'd sooner watch the movie again. I have the movie. And the movie's not great. No. The, the, the movie is one of those things that I watched as a childhood, and whenever I sit down to watch it, I'm like 10 again. Yeah. I see it through those eyes, not through this grizzled old bastard 40-odd fucker <laughs> that I am now. I see it through the innocent child before all this other shit happened. And, you know, because of that, it's it's a rejuvenating experience. I watch that and I feel young again. I watch this and I'm like, what the hell is this? I don't, this is, it's 10 hours and I'm bored. These aren't my gelflings. These aren't my gelflings. This isn't my chamberlain. None of this is right. <laughs> None of this was, is right. But, uh, I was, so I want to, I want to say you are correct about this. And I want to say that Alex was correct about something. What? Okay. I watched the second episode of the new season of Archer the other day. I was so bad. It, it's pretty bad. It, and it, it was just, it was just a series of really contrived conversations to move the plot along. Yep. And like no jokes almost at all. No. And guess what? It's not being written by the main guy anymore. And can't you tell? You, wow. Yeah. Okay. I can. 100%. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So video games. Okay, so you know who the female um uh, Skeksy is? Mm. No, who's uh, is, is that um It's Aquafina. Oh, <laughs> okay, people say Aquafina can't act. No, 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 no. She's, no, she's... exactly what to do for a, for a fucking Muppet show. No, she's she's a presence. She's good. She's fucking great. No, she's fun. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Um anyway. control. Control. Actually, you know what? I've talked too much. Alex. What? What you been playing? I got two things. Okay. One thing right. I really, 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 really liked, and one other thing I am not upset I spent 20 bucks on. Mm. Which one would rather me talk about first? The good one. Let's hear the good one Okay. Okay. Uh, you were right about Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Ah. Holy shit, does that story move. Mm-hmm. That is the best freaking main story Assassin's Creed has ever had. Now, are you playing as male or female? Female. Okay, that's what Chance so, like, is. There I played as the difference? dude. How, f- how far um, into the game are you? I, I just met the Cult of Cosmos. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, so, so yeah, I'm, you're you're further than I, or no, you know, you've, I got further than this, okay. But like, so like nine or ten hours. Basically, I'm impressed that they set up your dad kind of being the villain, and they've already played it off. Yeah. I'm so proud of you, Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just bringing up a story, story thread and letting it hang just long enough and paying it off in like four hours. Bravo. Bravo! I was ready for that to happen like tw- 10, 20 hours from now. Good, and like I just I love the world. I love the acting. Like I like ever since Origin, they just have had so much time to get it right. They've I also, I mean, they're not making Assassin's Creed games anymore. They're making open world RPGs. Yeah, yeah. which is fine. I, I don't it. care that I had this teleporting backstab. I love it. <laughs> like you throw a dagger in someone's back from a little ways away and you just magically poof now you're behind them like I don't care I don't want to know how this works I just know that it's fun and I'm glad they don't care anymore magic it's assassin's magic and I love mm-hmm. it I got, and the whoever's playing Cassandra fucking great mm-hmm. I agree yeah and the 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 the, 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 the animation shows up Bioware so hard mm-hmm. like it's not like well, okay, well that's, act- that's always been Ubisoft's strength though well yeah but like I love what they're like people 
like enter and exit scenes during conversations. There's like ans- there's ancestral dialogue like around them. There's walking and talking. Holy shit! Like <laughs> tiny things that I have been dying for for like ten years that hasn't happened. That this game just all at once, and I just I really like it. And you were such a details man. Yeah. Well, I just been I'm just people have been Bioware got so lazy towards the end. Okay, briefly. Mm-hmm. Briefly. Um, Torchlight Two came out on Switch today. Oh shit! Yeah, I forgot to did buy it on Xbox. And so did River City Girls. Oh, oh shit! Dude. You bought River City Girls, didn't you? So uh, River City Girls is forty bucks, and oh, uh, it's Can- Canadian. Much. Canadian, so it'll be thirty American, okay. which is still a bit much. It is. Uh, um, and Torchlight Two is twenty-five Canadian. Mm, which is twenty bucks American. Yep. Yep, yep. yep. That said, Chamberlain is correct. You bought River City Girls? Yes. Uh, one, wonderful presentation so far. Uh, it took too long to tell me what the block button is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, I'm, I'm really liking it so far. And I, I already kind of like sense the, how broad the game is going to be. Then it's about to open up. I'm going to get a dojo. I'm going to be able to unlock moves. Oh, that's how you stomp guys when they're down. Okay. I'm, I'm already quite pleased about it. <laughs> but, uh, cool. yeah. And we'll get into control soon. Chamberlain, what you got? Uh, I got two things. One, it's it's a little game that I picked up off a of Game Pass that I was playing on and off that I didn't really feel like I wanted to talk about. And then I finished it. And I'm like, well, I could probably should talk about this. It's called Leechspear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which looks like just an old Flash game where you are been chosen by a bored god to amuse him by fighting off monsters with a spear. Oh, my God. And it's roughly Phoenix physics based because you have to control like the angle you're throwing the spear. The I love the is- setup. Yeah, here's the thing. It absolutely works for what it is. It's, 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 it's silly, but the physics are consistent and it is somehow creative with the idea of you're on one side, here are guys walking at you, kill them before they get to you. But it does enough with that. It moves you to the center of the screen. It puts them on hills or on other hills. It has enemies coming from the sky or coming from the ground or there's other things happening that, um, it was, I was playing it in between other things, but eventually I sat down. I'm like, this is actually entertaining. I want to sit here and finish it. And it was good. I mean, I, I think it's like a five or ten dollar Steam game is where it came from originally. But it, it's a very, it's a good example of a game that has one idea and gets precisely enough out of that one idea to be entertaining. Hey, that's all a video game ever has to do. It, it harkens back to old like Atari or NES games where this, this, this is not some broad adventure. This is a single mechanic, but the mechanic is polished, and therefore you have fun with it. Knowing, it's how knowing when to. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's knowing when to stop usually is the problem. Yeah, and it, and it ended well. I mean, there actually are bo- boss fights at the end, and finally you get and fight the giant-headed god, and you fight him through like three different stages, and then he turns into a person. And then you only need to hit him once, but the problem is he's also throwing spears at you. <laughs> so you have to actually intercept his spears with yours and then mm. get one hit on him. It's fucking hard, <laughs> but it was totally worth it when I finally did it. Um it was fun. I mean, it's if you if if anybody out there has Game Pass, Leak Spear, download it. It's it'll it'll amuse you for several hours if that's what you need to fill. It's good stuff. <laughs> last week we talked yeah. last week yeah. we talked about Blair Witch mm-hmm. that it was yes. coming out, and Blair Witch reviews came out. And it's getting like sevens out of ten, which for yeah. a horror game isn't bad. So I'm like, all right, well, let's play this. Here, here's the problem: it is basically false advertising for seventy five percent of the game. This is barely Blair Witch anything. Okay. I'm, I'm not some expert in Blair Witch and, you know. Uh, there, I know there's no tree monsters, but okay. Yeah, exactly. There are tree monsters in this. This oh. is a game about PTSD. Oh. Eh. 
which is that's fine because I think video games are actually uniquely suited to talk about PTSD because you can't tell Mental what's real and what's not general. real. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of those parts work, but it, it feels like they're making a game about PTSD and said, "Well, this takes place in the woods. What license can we get cheap?" Yeah, there it is. So they tacked on Blair Witch. Huh. It's not frightening. It's maybe unnerving for three quarters. And then finally, after a whole bunch of faffing around about things, you get to the actual, like, house from the first movie. Like, there it is. And you walk into the house, and you're like, holy shit, this looks just like the movie. It's dark, and there's these handprints on the wall, and you need to get to the basement. But then it commits one of the cardinal sins of a horror game, and you spend way too much time in the same place. Because familiarity kills horror as soon as i like went through a loop and did it again i'm like okay the 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 tension is gone and now it's going back to him being worried about having you know failed in afghanistan and gotten eight people killed which is the guy's story so it it doesn't really work as a horror game as an investigation of a person dealing with ptsd it's mediocre yeah yeah i mean i i think spec ops the line did it a lot better for something like that. And, I wouldn't and, call that game a masterpiece, but oof. Spec Ops Line's not a masterpiece. It's not nearly as good as a lot of people say, but it got it made its point. Hey, Chance. I mean, yeah. uh, hey, hey, Jim. White mm-hmm. Phosphorus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You still remember. I do. Ugh. I do remember that, because that's actually a, a very, very good scene. God damn. Um, but it's... It wasn't good. I, I mean, Bloober Team has yet to actually make a really good horror game. The, yeah, the closest like, they've... Uh, Layers of Fear, the first one. Layers of Fear, it, it was okay. Yeah. And that was probably the best that they've done. I skipped the second one because the reviews shat down that one all over the place. And this one I wasn't going to mess with, but it was free on Game Pass, so I played it, and their chances are just about up now. I mean, I'm, I'm just looking for the next thing from the guys who did Amnesia. Mm. So, yeah, not not great for horror... Even as even as this investigation of you know guilt, it isn't that great either. It was plus it was buggy. I can at least three times the dog got stuck on some geometry, and I had to reload it because you can't walk away from the dog. Because if you get too far from the dog, you start to go crazy. <laughs> so, meh. <laughs> these are uh, these are um these are comfort animal yeah, basically. Comfort animal, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Alex, what was your other one? Children of Morta. Ooh. Uh, here's the thing. It's Diablo, but not as deep. Okay. So, like, I I can see a lot of people liking it, but for me personally, it's just, it's, it's, it throws a lot of enemies at you and kills you really quick, and it stops being fun after a while. Hmm. But the raw mechanics are good. Um, there's a lot of different characters you can play. The family is interesting enough when the narration shuts up, which it almost <laughs> never does. That's another thing, it's okay. Uh, uh, it, it's really arch. It's it's it talks a lot like um, Darkest Dungeon, but okay. Darkest Dungeon had some flair to it. They like it was really like you see that house. But it was like all flair. Yeah, overflare, okay, but like... but that also worked because that guy doing the voice acting was awesome. Way yeah, and the guy doing the voice acting here is good too, but the script isn't anywhere near as good. Oh. Mm. Like, every time you die, you get another piece of, like, family history. Okay. But the family history is, oh, this guy, when his brother died, he didn't feel it. He felt strong when his brother was near him, but then his brother... It's it's half-baked character character uh, descriptions. It's, it's not good. It's bad mm. writing. 
And the guy, the actor's doing his best, but he's the only one there. And it's just after a while, I just started skipping all the cutscenes, which is a shame because the, the 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 sprite animation is wonderful, but the screen <laughs> shimmers like one giant V-sync mistake. Ooh, yeah, and I don't like that at all. That never goes away, and I never get used to it. <clears throat> but the animation is wonderful, and the the enemy design is is not creepy, not cute, but it's it's interesting. Ooh. Like it's it's just um, blobby enough. To, to like you know pique your curiosity but again I'm not having too much fun with it I really wish I liked it I just don't I'm still gonna get it oh yeah please you'll probably like it a lot more than I do but like I don't know the comment I've just been looking for, I've just been looking forward to it but when you say the comment doesn't grab you that is horrifying to me because mm-hmm. that's what I need to be good you might like it but you've played a lot less Diablo than I have that's true yeah, and it's on a controller, which Diablo isn't, which I should enjoy, because I do, for some reason, I just like controllers more. And I will play with, you know, mouse and keyboard if I have to. Well, uh, um, before we get into control, which I which I have beaten, if not 100 percent Yeah, tell uh, me about this good ending. I have to hear this. Hang on, Overwatch. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Um, so 222 is now in quick play in Overwatch. So me and my brother have been doing that for, I think, like the last five days straight. As every night we've had at least an hour. Uh, well, okay, let's say four. But four of the last five days. Um, I don't know. I found the games to be less consistent now. Oh, no. <laughs> in quick play than they were before. No. Um, um, I think it's because everyone's practicing roles that aren't their mains. Uh, like, I'm, I'm really getting that impression. I'm, I'm getting a lot of tanks that just won't play a barrier tank. Um, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting a lot of supports that are getting golden limbs. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of frustrating. Um, so but I, ex- I expect things to even out, but at the moment it's, it, it is kind of frustrating and I'm looking forward to kind of going to comp where I'll be more confident in people playing the roles well. Um, and I have found that people are abusing, um, uh, Symmetra a lot, a lot. And it feels bad. Like when the other ha- team has a sim, you're probably going to lose and you can go, ca- you can go counter sim, but if she's already set up, you're probably just going to lose. Yeah. Those turrets can be a motherfucker. It's awful. It's really fucking awful. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Hate. Hate mail. I got a hate mail. <clears throat> yes, I love this. Let's hear about the hate mail. Okay. Um, so. Hate mail from comp or hate mail from. Oh, uh, did I tell you about the one where I was, where I was practicing my sniper? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That okay. one, let me talk about that one. Okay. That so. Was last week. This is a different one. Um, okay. This is just, I think this, I guess this was just someone who's new to the game. And I guess, like, they were, they weren't a bad shot, but they, I guess they just weren't very experienced. And I hadn't noticed them during the match. Um, <laughs> when I looked in, when I looked into it, they played McCree. And, uh, looking back, I did, I did kill them several times, but they also killed me a couple times. I didn't see anything wrong with it. Uh, so this is the message. <clears throat> H. Just the letter H. H. Yeah, it's not, ex- okay. that's, that's not explained. Uh, here is the next message. There's five in total. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so the first message is H. The second message is, you are the biggest fucking faggot I have ever played against. Uh-huh. Why the actual hell am I playing against you? I'm a fucking level 19. Nine out of 12, 12 of my deaths were, were from you. Jesus Christ, you're fucking AIDS. Okay. And so I wrote back good game with a picture of Tracer winking and giving a thumbs up. <laughs> and then, and then I reported Man, them you, through. You fed the troll. <laughs> oh no, I just, and then I reported them through PSN and the, and Overwatch. I, it was weird. Like, it was just that person. Like, I had killed, I have killed so many people 
in very disrespectful ways sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I've waved to people as they die, and those people, <laughs> like most of those people, don't send me shit because they. I think they appreciate that the wave is just like a little bit of style, you know. It's like I'm just mm-hmm. like yeah, and they don't. They I don't. Maybe I don't come across as hateful when I kill most people, but well, some people. She doesn't come out of hateful in general. No, but she's certainly annoying. It's but nicer. but yeah, so th- this individual, and I don't know that it bounced off me a lot easier this time for some reason. You get used to it. I think I don't know. Maybe it was your advice that this is obviously this person's problem and not me. Well, exactly. Like, it would only really get to me if it was you know if this is kind of sound weird, like a better written in a way that didn't sound like a, like a Twitter bot. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean there is that, but it's you know it's all lowercase, so I imagine it's someone fairly young. Yeah. And if they're genuinely level nineteen and upset about fighting me, it means they're not a Smurf. But they so. called you an autoimmune deficiency. You would, okay, well you know like um, homophobic Bulgari, like you know yeah. fine against PSN terms of service. I don't need that shit. That, oh man, how do you how do you how do you get up from bed in the morning? They called you AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really hard to take that seriously. Yeah, but it's it's just I don't know. Like I I want to engage and say like and say like okay, like you reveal a lot about yourself in this yeah. statement and and how upset you are right now. Okay, and some twelve year old kid. It's yeah, it's not worth your time. I, exactly, exactly. Yeah, like man, I want to say nine or eight. You could you could have a conversation, but again, yeah, you're right. Not worth the time. No. And and the good game and the smile, I think, kind of suggests that I maybe don't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't don't give him that much credit. Maybe just really bad at English. Maybe just be that bad at typing. No, that I don't speak English. Oh, oh, okay. Like, okay, good game. Bye. Thank that, you. That's, that's, that's a good. Uh... You you super good mercy. I didn't play mercy. Good game. <laughs> 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 that's a good play. I like oh, I you super good mercy. That should be your reply for all. <laughs> Wait, no, no. Who's someone who never, ever gets played? Who's someone you never see? Uh, actually, there's no one. Really? Oh, yeah. Every, everyone gets some play. Even Torben Sim. Okay. Yeah. Now, Torb's been getting a, got a lot more than I saw. Well, um, Torb goes well with Arissa. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, you, su- you super good mercy. <laughs> <laughs> um, control. 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 Okay. Let me guess. Is the Bureau of Control not in control? Well, I mean, there there is an issue that will need to be dealt with via shooting mechanics. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay. So, Control is the latest thing from the guys who made the original two Max Payne games, and Alan Wake, and Quantum Break. Um, you Most know, of those are good games. Yes. I'm prepared to say that this was actually, for me, the most compelling story that Remedy has ever done. That's what I hear from my buddy. Yeah, and that's not to say that it doesn't still have problems, um, that, you know, every now and then Sam Lake kind of shows up and you're like, eh. <laughs> but, uh, but for the most part... Um, Sam Lake? Uh, Sam Lake is the writer-director. Ah, uh, yeah, like, as, a, as a character? No, but, like, you just you, just the flavor oh, of Sam Lake. Dialogue, yeah, yeah, just the flavor exactly of, Sam, of Sam Lake appears. But uh, there's there's actually, okay, so so the, the Ministry of Control or the agents, what is it? Bureau of Control. The Bureau of Control is kind of like the FBI for the paranormal, basically. And uh, you enter the Bureau under a lockdown. And the lore that begins spinning out of this game about the building that you're in and all the people in it and the events that take place in this version, in this world is rich and interesting and has t- raises tons of questions and you really want to explore and find out. Um... This is Remedy 
which has only, only ever done linear games. They have yeah. only ever done linear action games where you, you're not quite, like, it's never been walking down a hallway, but it's always been you start at a level here, you got to get to the end, and then it moves on. That's not what this is. This is every space is physically connected to every other space. Uh, there is an elevator that joins them all, and you have to explore it to understand it. Um, it is, uh, it's an open world. Like, it, it's, it's kind of Metroidvania, but you, you can't really even call it Metroidvania. While there are abilities you get that grant you access to things, it's, um, I don't know. Like, I don't know how well, it feels more like an open world with keys, with key cards. That's what it feels Ooh, like. Okay. So, um, maybe, maybe a good way to, I almost want to say Metal Gear Solid is a good way to put it. Okay. But but it's it's a lot, again a lot less linear than that. You can explore at any given time. You can go off and do side quests and ignore the main quest at any given time, and you are rewarded for those side quests. It's kind of like Horizon in that you customize your loadout and abilities with the mods that you apply. You can only have three mods per weapon once you've maxed out that weapon, once you've like leveled it up as much as possible. And oh god, as you as you explore, you get different drops in different areas of of the complex. And the and the the names of the drops are amazing. It's like uh, undefined reading is one. Pedro, Pedro Patrick nuts. He didn't um, know what he needed when he needed it. A distant memory or something yeah. like that. Yeah, like like it's it's fucking cool. It's he fucking told cool. me I've been looking for house memory for four hours. It doesn't drop. What the fuck am I supposed to do? Uh, okay. Uh, oh, a house memory is actually kind of a major one though. Yeah. Oh shit, my brother's ready to play Overwatch. Hang on. And I got to write back. Podcasting. We'll see when ready. Yeah, we we got important stuff to do here. Love you. Yeah, he said it was the best story um, Remedy's ever told. Uh, I agree. <laughs> I, uh, no, I, no, I totally agree. Like, and he put that in quotes because he knows how I feel. But like, he said, no, he no, that is that is true. That is true. Like, it's it's not it's not the Last of Us, um, but for Remedy, it it is it is the best they've ever done. Um, and you are involved. You are really involved in Jesus. Jesse, yeah, you're really involved in Jesse's journey. Um, she, but the thing is, is the world, the building itself is so fucking interesting. Um, what it is, is, um, the trying, oldest house. Yeah, the oldest house is, I'm trying to think of, I know there was an example in a movie where there was a building that had a, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember in Push? Remember Push with Dakota yeah, Fanning? Actually. Yeah, okay. So they, so some, some supernatural person had obscured an entire building in like downtown Hong Kong, right? Yeah. That's what the oldest house is. It's right. a building that apparently has been there since, as far as they can tell, the dawn of time, but, uh, no one has ever noticed it until the Bureau looked in, until the Bureau kind of in through their investigations discovered it and discovered that it is an ever changing structure that has a permanent location here on Earth, yet grants access to potentially infinite dimensions. <gasps> and okay. their work within the building has so far been um, stopping or finding areas that it can that they can stop from drifting because <laughs> areas of the building will drift internally. <laughs> 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 and, uh, and there are posters or other thing like uh, like building shifts uh, do not excuse lateness. <laughs> <laughs> Shit like that. Shit like that. That's good. I like yeah. that. <laughs> I heard fridge duty is a nice quest. Um. Okay. I've heard about an ice area. I never found it. Huh. See, that's a good game. Yes, and and your your buddy's complaining about uh, about house whatever's. Um, there was there were things that I needed to upgrade my guns for like 
uh, I'd say a third of the game, I had no fucking idea where to find until I discovered that it was just dropping through a section of the floor in an area that I'd visited eight hours ago. And I just never found it. Because you have all these quests, and you know you have to go to certain places to deal with the quests. If you're lucky, you've already seen that place, so you know where it is. Otherwise, you only know the floor that it's on. And even then... Um, you, you're not like pointed directly towards it. This isn't like dead space where you hit the ground and there's a walkway, to, there's a path to follow. Okay. Th- this is, we're going to tell you the general area, go find it. Well, where's the fucking door? Like, I know it's just on the other side of this yeah. fucking glass. Where's the door? We're not going to tell you that. That. Sterling, Sterling went off on the map. Yes. And, and the map. Okay. So the weaknesses of control. Um, it, it, that is a weakness. And another weakness is you're, you, to do all these quests and to play the game, you have to ping pong back and forth around all kinds of sections of this map. But any section that's like a different floor is definitely separated by a load screen. Hey. There are fast travel points that are quite liberally placed, but those loads are long enough that you're going to be pulling out with your phone. Okay. And, and, and so that's kind of problematic. The map is shitty. Once you get to a new area, you open up the map, you are sitting there for what feels like 90 seconds while it loads apparently everything else in the fucking world before it finally loads the map image. The map image itself is not very helpful. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really not. Like, you can see every individual room, and sometimes you can see that there is an exit to this room here, but that's not always guaranteed at all. And so these problems with control, I feel, are, are, are a result of the fact that this is the first time that Remedy's ever done this. I'm prepared to forgive them weaknesses in these areas because these are the things that they've never fucking tried before. Like, you know, I, I, yeah, like I'm fine with that because, because the result of this ambition is very pleasing. It is intensely pleasurable compared to any other remedy game. Just running. Combat looks fantastic. It's fucking fun. Okay. So remember how you're telling me the combat's better than like Max Payne 2. It looks better. Okay, but in, I'm sure it looks better. Max Payne 2 came out in 2003. Well, now, yeah, yeah. Now, but I mean, like, now like let, the, us, let us first yeah. remember that in Max Payne 2, if you reloaded during bullet time, you would spin around and do a cool pirouette thing. Yeah. I need to first say that. It's been a long time since I played Max 2. This was a lot of fun. <laughs> Okay. This okay. was a lot of fun. Uh, the the t- the key t- yeah, TK in this looks fun as shit. It is, and that is really your primary weapon, frankly. Um, and much like the axe in God of War, like let's say let's say there's a guy in front of you, and behind him is a fridge. <laughs> so you've got the fridge highlighted. You hit the bumper to command the fridge to come to you. As it flies towards you, it's going to kill that guy. Nice. Now it's standing. Now it's hovering next to you, and you can fling it at someone else. But here's the thing. You can fling it at your target before it reaches you. So if you've got something on the far side of the room, you can pull something like just off a wall and fling it horizontally across the room, across your line of sight into a guy. It feels fucking awesome. It feels really, really cool. So I, and I encourage any listener who with is thinking about buying control or any the two of you, if you're going to play it, the first thing I invested in a maxed out was that teleconnect. The, I think it's called like lift or something like that. The first thing I did was max out that ability and it paid off the entire game through. Um, that is like, that is your bread and butter and the gun is just there when you run out of that shit. And you run out of that shit really quickly. I think you can throw two things at the start of the game. And then by the end of the game, I think I was up to like seven. No. 
And that, but that again is specking into it where my, my two of my personal mods are reducing the amount of energy it takes to do it. My other personal mod is increasing uh, how quickly my energy recovers. Um, and so, then, and then it throws in shit like levitation. And so, and the levitation is unconnected from your energy. So you have what you have like defensive abilities that are from energy. You have your offensive from energy. You have the gun that reloads separate from that. And then you have levitation that is time based, not based on any type of energy. So you can pick something up, hover above a battlefield, whip your thing into a guy and then shoot his friend. So knowing all this, do you know what their next game is? According to their Wikipedia, Doctor Strange. Huh. On PlayStation 4, being published by Sony. Now, what? what you just told me makes it sound like they can totally pull it off. Holy shit. I'm, I'm yeah, looking at their wiki. Good. Okay, well, I gotta tell you, the control scheme that, they're, that they've done for, for control would work perfectly well with with the Doctor Strange floating I, around and controlling shit and defensive their, spells uh, and yeah. maybe. Yeah. But I, that's I, I bet, yeah. but that's not what I want to see from them. I'm telling you, like what what I what the only thing that this game made me miss from all the Max Pains and everything is just the slow mo bullet the time. Because yeah. it's so it's still I still love it. It's still beautiful. And I'd love to see that in an open world from them. Um this this was just a lot of fun the full the whole way through. I'm, I was thinking about, like, is this, like, a game of the year consideration? And it kind of is, yeah. I think in a lot of other games, I think in a lot of other years, it would just get pushed out of out of consideration. But this year, uh, for me, it's up against, dying or um, uh, you know, the motorcycle game. Is there a New Game Plus situation? He's gone. Yes. Uh, it's actually, well, uh, not in control. No, there is no New Game Plus. Ah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, for me, it's up against Days Gone and Sekiro. And I'm sorry, Sekiro wins, but it's definitely in the conversation. Days um, Gone's getting one of those. Yes, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah headlines. Um, yeah. but, you know, the, the, the story is really good. I'm not gonna spoil it. Uh, the ending is, is at first absolutely crushing and then totally satisfying. Um, once you complete it, you, you can continue just exploring the building and, and solving its mysteries. And all I did, like, actually, the other night after my brother couldn't play Overwatch with me anymore, I was like, should I play more Overwatch? You know what? I just want to go, like, float around and kill things and control and, and and find out what the fuck is up in the Panopticon. And um, and so I just, like, opened the map, found some areas of the map that still had question marks on it, and just went and checked it out. Unlocked a new outfit. Um, I've, I've got an outfit now where I've got my, my hair up in this tidy little bun and a very stylish suit, and I quite like it. <laughs> I heard there's a place called the Cigarette Ash Maze that is the shit. Quote it's called unquote. it's called the Ashtray Maze. Yeah. And the first time you see it it's just kind of uh it, it is it is kind of a literal maze that is not particularly interesting and then you return to it later in the game uh, understanding what it actually is. And it uh they put on like some crazy fucking thrash metal. <laughs> and just set, set you loose in the shooting gallery. It's fucking oh, amazing. Oh. And the only way that you can that you can see the truth of the ashtray maze and and walk it is by listening to this thrash metal song that the crazy janitor gives you. His name his name is Ati, and while he speaks nonsense, it's clear he actually understands the truth of this place very quite well. <clears throat> So I would give that goes control. for every janitor, by the way. You should I, ask them about life. They, yeah, stuff. they know all the secrets. I give I give control a solid eight. It's good. Nice. Say right. A or eight. 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 Okay. What are you docking points for? 
Um, map. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, well, the, the map, the load times, and uh, yeah, on PS4, on some in some cases, there were there was some really bad slowdown. Ooh. Um, I would have docked at points for a difficulty spike, but it turns out that the what was spiking me was the literal last fight of the game. And um, I, okay. I thought it was at the end of the second act, but no, like, no, but it was a great ending when it actually happened. So yeah, no, I, I, I dog points because it's not perfect. Um, it's still got, you know, some of that shitty writing. Oh, and I will say that Jesse herself, um, she does really cool shit, but she's not a character like Max Payne was. Thank God she's not a character like Alan Wake was, but she doesn't. <laughs> She doesn't really express herself. Remember how it was really cool when Aloy just kind of had these snarky asides in Horizon? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jesse doesn't have that much personality. Oh. Um, I mean, she, she's still cool. There's nothing wrong with her. I like her. I want to, you know, I want to keep playing this game. Um, but she's, I don't find a she's particularly. She's hero protagonist, capital. Yes. And yeah. she's not particularly, um, charming or, mm. you know, you know, you know, like, yeah. Does does everyone's jaw seem kind of off center to you? Because that's what it kind of looks like looking at these some of these cutscenes. Didn't bother me at all. But like, do you know what I'm talking about? Is that just me? No. Okay. Well, yeah, like it wasn't me, certainly. Yeah. Hmm. So does that mean it's time for headlines? I think so. Headlines. <clears throat> In Overwatch news, uh, a high-end May figure is now available for pre-order and is lovely. It's uh, gonna be May. <laughs> Roll Q is now available in Quibby. Justin. Uh... Okay, who's the Justin from NSYNC? Uh, Timberlake. Justin Timberlake, Justin Timberlake was right. <laughs> it is going to be May. Uh, I'm glad you got that. I didn't have to explain it. Oh, yeah. thank God. <laughs> yeah. Roll Q is now available in Quick Play and Competitive Season 18 has launched properly. And that's it for Overwatch News. Uh, Castle Crashers Remastered launches on Switch September 17th. Do we still oh. care about Castle Crashers? I don't. I never played it. Yeah, it's actually good co-op. The boy and I played through it. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. It's, it's a, a weird brawler. company. Like every like eight years, as soon as you forget that company exists, they have a new game. Yeah. Yeah, but what was their last one? People uh, remember Castle Battle Blocks. Battle Blocks, Battle Blocks Theater. No, yeah. after that they did something too. Yeah. Did they? No, that was the last one. Yeah, but Battle Blocks actually... Theater, like you never heard of it after it came out. No, no, because no. yeah. it wasn't Castle Crashers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Untitled Goose Game launches on Switch and PC on September twentieth. But remember. On September 20th, Link's Awakening launches too. Oops. Yeah, That's sorry. That's a good, 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 good game. Oh, I, they're, they're showing a lot of changes to this new one. I mean, it needs it. It was a Game Boy game. Yeah. Uh, I just love this, like, Mario stuff showing up in it. Is that kind of funny? Yeah. Like fucking booze and everything. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, Remedy are looking into improving controls performance on consoles, but note that these things do take time. What engine are they running? Is it an Unreal game? Is it their own? Mm, game? It's their own. I'm almost sure. I... That that's code for we're trying, but man, we don't know. Uh, you know, I think, I think if they just kind of turn down the amount of stuff <laughs> that they have on desks, we need more flying paper. Yeah, more individual pieces of paper. <laughs> the ass, the asshole physics from Max Payne come back again. It's like you can knock everything down, but <laughs> your yeah. frame rate goes to shit. <laughs> Uh, CD Projekt have basically confirmed that multiplayer is coming to Cyberpunk 2077, but say it'll come after the game's planned free post-launch DLC and, quote, once it's done. So maybe it'll never be done, but they're, they basically confirmed it. They've got a lot of goodwill for me. They can, they can do what they want. So Nintendo had a direct this week, and there is a lot, and I've actually found the official press release. 
I actually watched this direct after I saw one specific announcement. I'm like, I should probably watch the whole direct. This was the this was the first direct in like a year that I haven't watched. Hmm. You missed the right one, apparently. Um, no, it was a good direct. Oh, no, I'm saying like people are losing their minds over this. Yeah, and I don't I don't think it's worth losing your mind over. But there's still Neither you know there's there's good stuff. There's good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Overwatch Legendary Edition comes to Switch October 15th. It is uh, digital only. Uh, oh yeah, and there's a bunch of tilt controls and shit. Um, also, uh, not not noted in the press release, 900p, 30 frames per second. Yuck. Yeah. So, um, if you don't yeah. have a gaming PC or a PS4 and you're dying to play Overwatch, maybe. Um, I don't. I have it no runs in- at sixty. It can't. No, it runs at thirty. Yeah, and like, how is that going to play at thirty frames? Uh, at 90p or 900p. But like, is that going to feel right? No, no, it'll be no. it'll be thirty no. frames per second. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, but like Switch owners, like I don't recommend this at all. But if you don't have any other option, you might find a community on Switch. I don't know. Um, they announced a bunch of new fighters coming to Smash Bros, which I don't care about, so I'm not going to talk about. Wait, 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 wait! Terry Bogard coming to Smash is a pretty big deal because it pisses off the Smash community. Why? And that makes me happy. Yeah, because they didn't because they, the they didn't know who he was. Yeah, oh. they don't understand that Terry Bogard is like SNK's Ryu. Terry Bogard is way up there. Mm-hmm. He's been in like 50 games without exaggerating. He he is SNK's poster boy. Yes. Originally from Fatal Fury, then from King of Fighters, then from Mark of the Wolves, and all. I mean, it's a great character. He's a it's 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 a good fit. It's a great character, but it pisses the Smash people off because they're all too young to know who he is, <laughs> and that amuses me. So awesome. Well, Banjo and Kazooie are also joining the battle, and they have a recent game. <laughs> yes. Wait, uh, what? No, they don't. Yeah. Nuts and Bolts was on the 360. They've had nothing since then. Yeah, it was like 2010. No, there was something in the past year or no, so. In the past no, two years. No. Oh, no, no, no. I'm thinking I'm thinking of that. Thinking, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking of ukulele. Ukulele, yeah. I'm thinking yeah. of ukulele. Yeah, same dudes, but... Yeah. Okay, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition is coming to Switch. So that was a Wii U game. But I'm, no, Wii really game. Not even a Wii U like game. game. Oh, it was a Wii game? It was a Wii game, uh, yeah. be- Because it was a big uh, big open world JRPG for a Nintendo system. Yeah. And, like, it, they weren't going to bring it to America, and people were really mad about no, it. No, they were always going to bring it to America. They weren't going to bring it to America with what I, as I recall, were some fairly questionable costume choices for some of the characters. <laughs> and the absence of those costumes was the issue, as I recall. No, there was a huge protest because they weren't going to localize it. Really? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Because it was like there hadn't been like the Wii had been dead for like a year and a half, and like there's this game you're not going to sell it to us. We're gonna steal it from you if you don't give it to us. Come uh-huh. on, there's nothing else on the Wii. How about you just put clothes on the female characters yeah. and call it a day? Five dollar no. DLC. No, no, that is that is censorship, sir. Christ, even NRS put clothes on their characters yeah, in Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, Everybody, I mean, it's kind of the normal thing now. Yeah, but yeah, but no, no, you know, in North America, it is North America. Let, 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 let's not let's not impose our regressive Puritan beliefs on the Japanese. They are free to express their weird, sexy culture however they wish. <laughs> at least make them look in their early twenties. At least, come on. Then. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you there, Chamberlain. Mm. Uh, the super. No, no, I don't. I'm not disagreeing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not disagreeing. I know, I know. I just playing it for comedy. I know, I know. We know, we know. Okay, uh, Super Nintendo games are finally coming to the Switch. They are free for anyone who has a Nintendo Switch online member. Membership, which no, nice. nah, so fuck that. Basically, as far as I'm no, concerned, that's, it's stupid. I, uh, buy I would, one. I would happily buy these games for ten bucks a piece. Um, most of them, well, not most, but certain. I, a la carte, I would happily spend thirty bucks on some classic SNES games. I'm not going to because I don't want to 
you're fucking online, then that the games can disappear off my Switch at some point. Exactly. You don't own these. Yeah, so I'm not happy about that. Um, a Super Nintendo Entertainment System controller is coming out. Tokyo Mirage Sessions FE Encore. So Fire Emblem. This okay. This is a Wii U game. Yes. That's getting that's getting a port for Switch. It's kind of weird. Coming January seventeenth. Like they, and I know they have DLC planned for the new. Sorry, I'm drinking a Pepsi. I know they have DLC planned for the new Fire Emblem. I don't see how they wouldn't see this as kind of like uh, cannibalizing its own sales. Uh, isn't it a different kind of game? I, I, I watched that trail and I don't understand what kind of game it is. Yeah, don't you want to play typical. Harry Potter Military Academy? <laughs> well, that, that, that's what the new one is. I think this is yeah. something different. Oh. Yeah. yeah. This is like that more, wasn't always like a tactical kind of game? That's what this is. The old ones this, were, this, yeah. this is a more traditional one. Yeah, oh. is is my is my understanding. Um, Tetris ninety nine got an update. Who cares? Uh, new yeah. details were shared shared for Pokemon Sword and Shield. I also don't care about yeah. that. Um, they showed another trailer for Zelda Link's Awakening. Uh, that looks fucking amazing. I'm gonna buy it. It does day look one. pretty gorgeous, doesn't it? I know. Uh, I think it's kind of funny with Pokemon. They're now down to like having a Pokemon that's just a, a key ring. It's a bunch of keys. God, they're like. out of ideas. <laughs> well, <laughs> God, they're out of ideas. No, I, I like a thousand of them. I mean, I many? know there's so many. Well, they, they 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 said it in they said it in Britain. Maybe they just ran out of things that they thought were British. Like if they don't have like a, like a grandfather clock Pokemon, I'll be disappointed. Uh, the, some <laughs> of the the, the fan made ones are really good. Yeah, there, is there a is there a um, there's a there's a Bobby helmet and a, a baton called What's All, and then it evolved to Disden. Yeah, what what Saul and Disden, and uh, um, a bagpipe. There should be a bagpipe one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the, there's a T wearing a kilt. That looks actually pretty cool. I like the T ghost. Uh, there was a bunch of stuff shown for Luigi's Mansion Three. They showed a little bit of Animal Crossing New Horizons. Uh, Daemon X Machina launches on September thirteenth. And there's a demo you can play right now, and I believe that uh, stuff transfers over to the game. Yeah, I, the more I watched it, I was like, mm, mm, I don't know. I'll play it, but I don't know. I didn't watch any. What? what, what, what? It it just looks it's just fast paced like mech combat that like um like Zone of the Enders except hmm. not in space. Hmm. Just not my thing. I mean, it, it looked decent, but you know, I like the not, sound of it. Didn't have my name on it. So. Yeah. Uh, Super Kirby Clash. Which is apparently free to start multiplayer game. I don't know what Kirby. free to start means, but I'm not interested in it. Kirby, the honeydew of video game mascots. <laughs> he's there. If, if you want him, he's there. He's... Uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 launched yesterday. Very good game. Mm -hmm. That I will never finish. <laughs> <laughs> Return of the Obra Din is coming to Switch this fall. I had no and, and other consoles too. Actually, mm. I, that love, I'm interested in. That looks love, pretty cool. Love how that looks. That is the next game from the devs of Papers, Please. Yeah. Uh, Little Town Hero is a new RPG from Game Freak, the developers of Pokemon. It's coming yeah. to Switch on October 16th. Yeah, yeah. Deadly Premonition Two: A Blessing in Disguise, a sequel. To quote cult classic Deadly Premonition is heading to Nintendo Switch. Now, I think uh, calling Deadly Premonition a cult classic is accurate. There are people is. who are very enthusiastic about there its are. abject that aren't, weirdness. That aren't just named Jim Sterling. Yeah. They, that game was unplayable. It is pretty unplayable. And, like, that, that's the point. Yeah, no, but it's not fun, guys. Yeah. It's not fun. Like I the, tried it. The idea was fun. it was supposed to be, like, so bad it's good, but it wasn't but actually still, good. It was just no. weird and it's fucked bad. up. Yeah. Isn't it yeah. funny how awful the shooting is? No, no. If it's this wasn't, funny. it's not a joke. It's just bad game design, guys. So, um, Deadly Premonition will get a sequel on Switch in 2020, and the original game is available today. Or yesterday. Yeah. Enjoy. 
uh, real company I'm going to talk about. Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast um, will come to Nintendo Switch on September 24th. Interesting one back catalog. Deep back no. catalog. Yeah. No, that's that's you're, that's Dark Forces is one of the storm. This this is one no, where you're like it was uh, like a PS2 shooter. Where you were a stormtrooper? Uh, oh wait, no, Republic Commando. Now I remember. Yeah, that's Republic Commando. Mm. This is the, one of the lightsaber combat ones. Yes. Okay. Uh, Doom sixty four, the only Doom yes. Chamberlain ever liked, except for the most recent. Uh, one. No, people love that game. It's because a lot of people who didn't have it don't realize that it's not a port of any other Doom. It's, a new it's game. its own game, yeah. mm-hmm. and it, it has never been released anywhere else ever. Mm-hmm. Except on the sixty-four, I'd, I'd love. I would love to say I'm going to buy it and I'm going to play it, but that that that's a lie. I mean, my yeah. excitement for it being available is enough. I don't can, have time. Can to You play really go back again. to center guns and sprites. I don't think I could. No, that's the thing. The sprites. Uh, the Witcher Three Wild Hunt Complete Edition is on Switch October fifteenth. We already knew that. Here's an interesting one: Assassin's Creed: The Rebel Collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are two good games. I had a buddy that loved both of them. I've heard good. Guy, actually. I've heard good things about Rogue, and I agree that Assassin's Creed Black Flag is basically the best Assassin's Creed game. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but I can't imagine it being awesome on Switch. It would run. It. it I got two different. I switched out two different um, graphics cards to get it to run on PC. Yeah. The water effects in that game killed stuff. It was, well, yes, it, it did. Great. Well, that's no, the thing. No, 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 they the, they um, would have to do away with those. <laughs> yeah. No, the, yeah. the water ran great. Nassau ran like shit. All the oh, time. oh, yeah. Stuff? Yeah. yeah. Like, going to your mansion was just everything would chug to 20 frames, then back up to 60 frames, back to 20 frames. It was Dauntless, don't care. Trials of Mana, don't care. Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, Tokyo 2020, don't care. Don't care. New Amoeba, don't care. NBA 2K20, don't care. Outer Worlds. Uh, coming to Switch that'll, soon. That'll run great. That'll have a really good-looking UI. <laughs> <laughs> Just Dance 2020. Uh, Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch Remastered, September 20th. Yeah, and and here, finally, people have been begging for it for years. Devil May Cry 2 is available on your Switch today. Why? God, no. Why would you Why? do that? Oh. Now, for the listener, this game is oh. is an abomination. Like, it wasn't just, like, it didn't have, like, a following it to begin with. Like, oh, great, we get another Devil May Cry. Everyone hated it from the jump. Yes. yes. Yeah. Like, no, the, no, 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 one, no one defends Devil May Cry 2. It is, uh, don't buy this. Please no. don't buy this. It shouldn't, like, ugh. anyway. Grid. put three on there. That'd be better. Yeah. Uh, Grid Auto Sport uh, comes to Switch September 19th. Vampire. Uh, moody third-person action RPG uh, launches on October 29th. It was, a, it was a six and a half, seven out of ten. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Call of Cthulhu, October 8th. Yeah. That's a four out of ten. Don't mess with that. And Farming Simulator 20, and that's enough Nintendo news for me. Uh, a new game plus mode will come to Days Gone on September 13th. Okay. Hmm. Uh, okay, <clears throat> so you remember the adorable Ikumi Nakamura, who stole yes. the hearts of the gaming world at E3 this year when she introduced yeah. the Ghostwire games. God damn it. Yeah, she became like a meme online instantly. I've been following her on Twitter ever since. And the other day, she announced that she was leaving Tango. Mm. She's been there for a while. And remember, she is the creative director of Tango yeah. Gameworks and was at E3 to announce and introduce her game. What the fuck happened? What the fuck happened indeed? Now, I haven't seen any explanation beyond Colin Moriarty, who, if I'm not mistaken, is a bit of an idiot and jerk. Yeah, a bit. A little bit. Said that he's been hearing that uh, some devs are kind of negative about dealing with Bethesda. Bethesda is a bit overbearing about shoveling kind of like microtransactions and shit into your games and stuff like multiplayer. So it wouldn't surprise me 
if um, if that maybe was something like that was driving this. But she is she is a talent. She has been she has had her fingers in some of the greatest games of the last fifteen years. And if you liked the uh, the enemy designs of Evil Within, that was all her. Nice. That was all. So those her. are pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good. Um, the first one anyway. Um, second one I did not like. Uh. What was I going to say? The open world stuff didn't fit in that. Perfect game, way to describe Colin Moriarty. I'm not a Nazi, but yeah, yeah, that's that's all we need. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, but there are some. No, shut up. No, go away. <laughs> all right. Yeah. That's headlines. Not a Nazi, but <laughs> yeah, it's 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 exactly how that sounds. All right, so I think we should call it. Because I'm full of beer and I need to get off the couch. Yeah, my, my brother is I still have power me. and I'm very happy about it. Yeah. My brother apparently invited me to play. Nice. All right. Well, in yeah. that case, I think we're done. Chance, thank you for being here. My pleasure, baby. Alex, good to hear that your yeah. house is still there. Yeah. I'm going to go say hi to Barnabus. Well, have, no, Barnabus. Barnabus. I love how they just Barn- pronounce words. You, like, you see them in the subtitles and like, okay, Barnabus. Nope, oh, Barnabas. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, I love it. Enjoy it. Yeah, took me a hundred hours to took me a hundred hours to get through that game. It's it's fun. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will see you in a week. Hello.